Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A high on. With some luggage. And a gorilla that will not take no for an answer. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of Shudder Horror TV exclusive Exclusive. Creepshow 2019 and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table, my two best friends in the whole wide world. Why, if it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rowe. How's everybody doing today? So good. What we do around here is we watch anthology horror. That's a different story every single week. This week is no exception. That's right. Today we watched an episode called The Man in the Suitcase. And it is customary around these parts that we guess what this episode is about based on title alone. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. The Man in the Suitcase. A giant suitcase terrorizes Manhattan. But who's controlling it and what does it want? (laughs) I love it. I like it. I'll go next. The Man in the Suitcase. With foreclosure looming, private detective L. Fulton needed a case. Too sweet. Just his luck, a rich dame walked in his office with a real cherry of a case. Her husband was missing. I'm sorry. Her rich husband was missing, and the last person to see him was his secretary, who saw him leave with a man in a white suit. After following up lead after lead, Al started to see a connection between the rash of missing person cases and the mysterious man in the white suit, and it all led... Back to the billionaire Armin Tarnzarian. <laughs> Wait a minute. Up yours, children. Ah, <laughs> uh, the man in the suitcase. Willie Tyler and Lester are up to no good in this long lost comedy special. But I think the only question that's really going to get answered is who's the real dummy? Ah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, hit us up in them sweet deets. Sweet sweet deets. Uh, We watched The Man in the Suitcase, which is part two of episode three. It was released on Shudder on October 10th, 2019. Here's the summary. A young pothead returning from a trip finds a mysterious man cursed with the ability to spit out gold coins when in pain, squeezed into a suitcase. Uh, This episode was directed by David Bruckner. Uh, He directed a segment of VHS uh, called Amateur Night. He also directed a part of a movie called The Signal. Uh, He's done uh, lots of little anthology projects. Episode was written by Christopher Buhlman. Christopher Buhlman was born in Tampa, Florida to an adolescent young woman originally from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, who was subsequently adopted attended Tom Howard Academy, a school for gifted and special needs students. Uh, when he enrolled in a different high school, graduated from Northeast at the age of 16. Briefly attended University of Florida. 
boy, this bio really just goes on. Uh, <laughs> a lifelong fan of Renaissance festivals, Buhlman developed an act called Christoph the Insulter, roasting fairgoers for money at the behest of their friends, and has been touring with this act for 25 years. Early in his career, his material was period and PG-13, performed in the lanes. But as the act moved on stage and into festival taverns, it got bluer, more modern, and wilder, and has a strong cult following. Most of his 18,000 Facebook followers have personally seen his show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Justin was played by Will Kinderchuk. He was in 10 episodes of the School of Rock TV show. He was also in four episodes of Preacher as young Jesse. Carla was played by Madison Bailey. She plays Kiara in the upcoming Outer Limits reboot. She was also Wendy on Black Lightning. Alex is played by Ian Gregg. He's been featured in several TV roles. Uh, Ravi Nadu played the man, the titular man in the suitcase. <clears throat> Here's a portion of uh, the bio written by Ravi Nadu himself. Not realizing his love of acting, he went down the engineering path with a bachelor's and master's degree from Georgia Tech, followed by a very successful career as a business consultant to Fortune 500 companies. Then in 2010, he attended a 90-day silent meditation program and realized he was not following his passion. After that, he decided to move to L.A. and become a full-time actor, writer, and producer. He also operates his self-taping studio. There you go. 90-day silent meditation program. Kind of sounds like he went to jail, right? (laughs) (laughs) After his third strike, he enjoyed a 90-day silent meditation program. Uh, The pawnbroker was played by Antoine Big Boy Patton, uh, who was half of the musical duo Outcast with Andre 3000. He also played Rooster in Idlewild. Uh, His IMDb nicknames are Daddy Fat Sacks and Luscious Left Foot. I always thought it was Daddy Fat Stacks, but it's, it says Daddy Fat Fat Sacks here. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's Daddy Fat Stacks. That would make more sense than Daddy Fat Sacks. <laughs> I mean, it could be sacks of money, I guess. I, I don't. No, I think it's big testicles. Because it's because Andre three thousand is also referred to as three stacks. Okay. Um. So Daddy Fat Stacks, that makes sense, but Daddy Fat Sacks sounds like elephantitis. (laughs) I'm really concerned about your father. Oh, Lucius Left Foot? (laughs) His sacks are too fat. The greeter was played by Nassim Bolas. Uh, She has a couple of credits. Hardcore spoiler alerts. Right here, yes. we will ruin the rest of the episode from here on out. <laughs> and uh, finally, the gin in the episode uh, was played by a artist from K&B called Carrie Jones. <laughs> Guys, there's a gin in this episode. Yeah. No chasing. <laughs> er. I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, great. We will get there. Let's get to them. The comic book flips from All Hallows Eve yes. to the next page. Thank you for the flip, Matt. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Uh, and what do we got? We got some advertisements. We got some great comic book ads. We've got a dollar ninety nine giant life size Venus vampire. There's a lot of Venus vampires in this, which I love. Uh, he's over six feet tall, and there's an address to write to the Creep Company. Uh, <laughs> did you see? Did you see the address? It's uh, Verrill Way. Hey, yeah, name. like yeah. Jordy Verrill. Yes. Yeah, that's great. There's a page with a bunch of great small ads, including an authentic voodoo doll. A skull bank, a horrifying alien mask, a skinhead wig, and yet not a skinhead wig, a horror record, the moneymaker, a full-size skeleton, amazing talking teeth, monster-sized monsters, and more. 
<laughs> monsters size monsters. My favorite. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, the episode of The Simpsons where where uh, where Bart has the um the dinosaur sponge. Yeah. And he has the image of like oh it like squirting taking it, over and, and, yeah, yeah. and it, it like a uh, biting Lisa. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it just, just like a slightly expands. Larger sponge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we get to our comic for the man in the suitcase, and uh, the creep is talking to us, and he says. The next creepy carry-on has a lot of baggage, and it's a great reminder to be careful what you slash for. (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah, kind of coming off of last week, this week's episode, the creep picked up a phone (laughs) and dialed it in. Be careful what you ahem poorly slant rhyme for. Oh, me? (laughs) Be careful what you slash for. Not the best. Episode opens in the airport at Baggage Claim. And we've got Justin. Uh, This episode has a bunch of, uh, has a couple of moments of haunted exposition dumps. This is the first one. Uh, He's texting his roommate. So you get some info that he is uh, back from college, not doing well. And he also uh, apparently he went to see his dad. Yeah. And uh, it didn't go well. His dad is not happy about how he's doing at school. And also he's broken up with his girlfriend, Carla. Yes. Or more accurately, Carla has broken up Mm -hmm. with him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, at this point, you don't know much about him. But you know that uh, luck isn't on his side. No, it's bro. Kind of, a, kind of a sad sack. He He's is a sad sack. Alone at a baggage carousel. Alone at a baggage carousel. That's a Springsteen song. <laughs> a New Jersey turnpike. A tiny town. <laughs> the factory is closed. <laughs> and, and the truck is dead. But the turnstile doesn't have baggage. <laughs> I don't know what this album it's on. Nebraska. It's yeah, on Nebraska. It's on Nebraska. Let's say. Isn't that a John Cougar Mellencamp? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Once again, 40 plus year olds, welcome to the show. Millennials say, okay, boomer, and see you later. <laughs> We're not even boomers, but it's no, just too no, late for I, us. I, yeah. If, if, if someone ever said to me, okay, boomer, I would be like, eh, you're basically right. <laughs> That is the most Gen X response. Yeah. <laughs> like complete apathy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. Whatever. That's the good stuff. All right. So he finally sees a bag that looks like his. I mean, yeah, it just kind of gets like spit out. Uh, and, it's, and he picks it up. He... Uh, Walks away with it, and then the conveyor starts again, and we see articles of clothing, etc., and then just a chewed-up bag. That right. looks similar to the one that he Yeah, took. that is ex- yeah, identical to the one he had. Because it's a very popular luggage brand called airport Luggage. Airport or Luggage, that's what it was. <laughs> I would love it if it was called Airport Luggage. <laughs> it's It's... By the legitimate airport luggage company. Don't look into it. Don't look into it. <laughs> airport luggage. Whoosh. <laughs> airport luggage. Just bring your shit with you. We gotcha. We gotcha. 
But alas. So he's driving home. He um, accidentally FaceTimes this ex-girlfriend in the car uh, while smoking a joint. Smoking a little J. Dude, he's fucking blazing the herb. Man, he is so bad. You know what? These millennials. <laughs> he's going to get into a car accident. He Does he even have his seatbelt on? Does he? I, I don't, don't know. know if it's I good for him it. to be listening to the radio that loud. It's very distracting. He's high AF. The girl on the FaceTime, his ex Carla, his ex girlfriend, is giving him the, the business. business. This is a you fucked up conversation. Yeah, yeah she I says, want somebody motivated. Yeah, I don't you, like the school situation, and I broke up with you. And and all of that stuff still stands that I said the other day. But you know, if you get better or something, let me know. Yeah, we can <laughs> talk about it. Says. Yeah, yeah. If if. Between today and tomorrow, you figure your life out? Yeah. I'm back in. Call me. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm getting ready to go out. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. She's wearing a, a hoochie shirt. Doing her makeup. Putting on too much blush. Yeah. Just too much blush. Yeah. Can we talk about blush for a minute? It's a lot. She's putting on a lot. I mean, unless she's unless she's contouring and she's honestly too young to contour. That's right. That's for us olds. Yeah. I contour. Yeah. <laughs> Your head is looking particularly small today, Matt. <laughs> I would love that if I did do that and was like, <laughs> you contoured your head into Zippy the Pinhead. <laughs> Why? Welcome back, 40 somethings. <laughs> oh, God. Remember with the Sunday comics? <laughs> oh. Will BC oh. ever end? Oh, Ernie Pook's comic, you devil, you. Ernie. Oh, God. I mean, I remember Orson's Farm, a.k.a. U.S. <laughs> Acres. So, uh, you know, my joints are dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You know what? That is, that is the only... <laughs> <laughs> Put Top your pussy in your sarcophagus. <laughs> Hey, that's a modern reference. <laughs> it's only from 2010. Oh, okay, Boomer. Oh, okay, Boomer. <laughs> but what if your name's Boomer? Like Boomer Esaias. And what if you're really agreeing with a Boomer? <laughs> and why do these millennials do what they do? And what's with vaping? <laughs> you're going to get popcorn lung. <laughs> there have been like 12 reported deaths. Ban it. That's what I say. Yeah. Ban it all. <laughs> Let God sort it out. Ban it and let God sort it out. There's two types of people I trust. God, God. and me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that doesn't and only make... one of us has taken the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching the steering wheel because my husband won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> So he gets home after having a fun FaceTime with his ex uh, and returns to a nasty-ass bachelor pad, um, leaves his suitcase in the corner of the room and starts rooting around in the fridge, grabs a container of Chinese food that his roommate has left, um, and written inside of the container is, Eat a dick, Justin, which I thought was cute. I mean, that's a classic burn. Yeah. <laughs> got him. burnt. I mean, can we just say that he got him? Yeah. <laughs> He got him with good old homophobia. <laughs> I mean, if there's a horror trope that nobody can get enough of, it's homophobia. Yeah. I mean, the 80s were basically built on them. I think so. 
Now he's heading upstairs. And it's time for a little weed study, porn, weed, weed and cartoons, cartoons, and more porn with a genie. Here's the cartoon my... is with a genie, not the not, porn. Yeah, not the porn. Here's my question about that both. porn. What kind of porn is this? Because obviously it's about women getting pleasure, and that's not any porn that I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, just the close-up of a woman's face sort of starting to moan? Right. Like, oh, it seems like she's almost enjoying that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, to me, it seemed kind of softcore, but that's just, we don't yeah. have to get, we don't have to get into Maybe this. she was looking at a cheesecake off screen. <laughs> that's probably what it was. <laughs> she's leaning back, and she's like, oh, I want a cheesecake. <laughs> I just oh, I would be a concerned. Coupon for Kohl's. <laughs> uh, double the Kohl's cash. Uh, I found a tub of Ben and Jerry's. I thought I'd already eaten. This makes me very sad for this porn star. <laughs> I was already sad for her, but now I am very sad. <laughs> what if that was the truth? My toilet fixed itself. <laughs> I did jiggle the handle. And that's all it took. <sighs> Finally, we're back downstairs. We're back on the TV. Back to reality. And all of a sudden, in the suitcase, you hear oil can. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Like you, I couldn't understand anything. It was a <laughs> But it's kind of a please help. Yeah. Help. Uh, so Justin unzips the suitcase and inside is a squishy contoured man. Contorted. <laughs> was he contoured like his face? <laughs> yeah, he was. He was like Zippy the Pinhead. He had done way too much. He was quite an angular man. Not only was he contoured, he was contorted. And now you know... The rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I got the ketchup stain out. <laughs> and that parking that parking ticket expired. Oh, the butter stayed on the corn. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. And with that, it's an act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Dear clumsy bellboys, brutal cab drivers, careless doormen, ruthless porters, savage baggage masters, and all butterfingered luggage handlers all over the world. Have we got a suitcase for you? Dear Dumbos. Do you like throwing things? To all the the hook hands. To all the women who've thrown my belongings from a twelve-story window. To the guy who once called me dumb in front of my children. <laughs> To the man who said, hey, asshole, when I was just trying to cross the street eating a ham sandwich. To the guy and ladies who rejected my application to the library. To the young man who I know snickered at my penis in the gym locker room. 
Boy, do I have a suitcase for you. A real humdoozer of a suitcase. To the man who said I'd never amount to anything. Look at me now, Dad. <laughs> now who's the suitcase? Now who's the suitcase? <laughs> to that I say, you're the suitcase. May your travels be easy and your luggage be made by American Tourister. American Tourister, the only suitcase an ape can't destroy. <laughs> what, like, this is the. When it absolutely, positively cannot be destroyed. Be destroyed by by an ape. Ape. <laughs> <laughs> when your luggage needs ape proof. <laughs> It's unavoidable these days. Ape attacks at airports are on the rise. Here you are, just an average, everyday Joe, minding your own business when an ape comes and steals your luggage. You're not going to panic. You've chosen American Tourister. The only luggage that is lovingly thrown around by an ape that we torture... This is such when you have to get these bananas across the country. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a fucking like we uh, we have practiced animal, animal cruelty to make sure that this yeah. luggage is a okay. When you need to make sure luggage can't be destroyed by an ape whose balls have been electrocuted all day. American Tourister. All right, I think we're ready. And we're back. Yay. Now it's time for the man in the suitcase to start explaining why he's there. And he's like, hey, yeah, uh, let me just tell you something. Funny story. I was at the airport, and, and an ape started tearing <laughs> everything up. I offended somebody I ought not to have offended, mainly an enraged <laughs> ape. <laughs> you might wonder Next time I'll choose American Tourister instead of luggage brands. <laughs> you might wonder why my foot is exactly on the back of my head. I have an ape who could answer some questions for you. <laughs> it's a classic ape explanation. Ape explanation. Oh, give oh. me a good ape explanation. Oh. The ape threw my homework. The ape ate my homework Aww. through his fists. <laughs> uh, Justin is offering the kind of bold ideas that only a high on can. And finally, it's like, uh, let's get you to the hospital. And the man says, no, there's, there's nothing Western medicine can do to help me. And if you take me to the hospital, they will find me. Now, this is, it turns out to be kind of a red herring. Mm -hmm. The they are after me thing? The they yeah. are yeah. after me yeah. part. Because uh, I made note of that and I was like, ooh. Who are they? But he's like, get, get me out of this suitcase, mm -hmm. please. I'll answer more questions and, and maybe I'll be able to leave on my own power. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you uh, help me get out of here. So more rambling. Finally, uh, Justin, uh, he, he tells Justin to start with his feet. 
So Justin starts pulling on the, the guy's feet. He's crying out in pain. This is very uncomfortable. As he is shouting, a, uh, a gold coin flies out of his mouth. Very unexpected. It's like, what, what the hell is that? Man explains he has a condition where he produces gold whenever he is in pain. Pain, yeah. I really wish he had shit gold. <laughs> you think, you think so? that would have changed the episode? I just think it would be funnier. <laughs> it, it, I think that arguably it would have been, yeah. I know from a kind of effects standpoint, it was easier to probably, especially at the beginning, yeah. have him fall out of his mouth. It looks good. I don't. I don't mind it. No, I just... We have a phrase that we like to use that's a license to shit money. Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah. That's a Hanson. Uh, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he's got this condition where he gets, he produces gold anytime he's in pain and he's in so much pain. He's like, I just, I need to take a break. Let's try again later. Uh, but does tell Justin that uh, any gold that he does produce uh, while Justin is trying to free him, is Justin's to, to keep, keep as yeah. a uh, a gift. Justin brings the suitcase up to his room and uh, takes a sweet little nap. Yeah. And during that time, he has a, a kind of a nightmare where he is stuck in the suitcase and three men in black walk in and shoot the suitcase? Yeah, he's thinking about the, the they that will find yes. him. So he's a little worried about having the suitcase in his house. So what I enjoyed more than the episode itself was watching Matt watch the episode. Yeah. Because he looked so puzzled during the scene. <laughs> his <laughs> mouth was a gape. He was just like, and his head turned to the side, like Michael Myers after he stabs the yeah. guy to the wall. <laughs> I love that look of Michael Myers. It's like a sort of like a curious dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is like yeah. a curious dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did that? So the next day, um, or he wakes up and he thinks it was all just a weed-fueled nightmare. Looks over, sees the coin. Huh. Better get this to big boy. Yeah, so he goes to the local pawn shop, and apparently the guy who owns a pawn shop in a small town somehow knows exactly what this coin is? Well, he was looking it up on the screen. Like, there was a screen of... Uh, of coins. Of coins. Mm, I mean, I enough. assume there fair were lots enough. of... Might take a little digging, but... Uh, this is a pretty rare coin. Yeah. Yeah. It's solid gold. It's from the Ottoman Empire. It's a big deal. It is. Uh, and it is worth 275 bucks. Yes. In big boy dollars. In big boy dollars. In big boy bucks. <laughs> right. Can, that can only be spent at a big boy. At a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> or on outcast albums. Correct. Uh, I have a suitcase full of Idlewild DVDs <laughs> <laughs> that I got to get rid of. So each one is 250 I- Big boy box. It doesn't have a Blu-ray with it, but there is a code inside to download the movie. Standard definition. Yeah. Download Voodoo. Yeah. I would love. You need the big boy player for it. <laughs> Get your Divix DVD yeah, player. Say you have to dial up. Now here's the thing. If you don't do this all correctly, you will never be able to gain access 
to the movie. It will also destroy your computer. Right, but it will also unleash a hell beast. <laughs> it will release a gin and will shove you into American Tourister. Anyway, you can find me in a luggage suitcase in the corner. <laughs> <sighs> Look out, Matt, there's a gorilla. <laughs> he has a heart on. <laughs> oh, that gorilla wants to fuck. <laughs> Oh, it's looking right at me. Oh, why this did was I... all Peter. <laughs> oh, why did I? Where, why did I wear my banana pants? <laughs> oh, I didn't need to. I was just trying to be like flea for red hot chili peppers. <laughs> and now I'm gonna get fucked by a gorilla in a suitcase. He's looking at me like I'm his wife now. <laughs> I I have to learn sign language first before I can teach him. Hopefully it'll be tender. (laughs) Why is the only thing I learned sign language more and please? (laughs) Oh, God, now that I know sign language, he's saying disgusting things. I should never have learned. He's not participating in No Nut November. Participated in non-stop none. <laughs> These nuts, These nuts. <laughs> December. So later that afternoon, uh, my man has uh, lunch. A, a with light Alex. lunch with Alex. And it's a light lunch because Alex keeps stealing his. Yeah. yeah. What a dickhole. <laughs> Seriously. Alex is a dick. Oh yeah. No you, doubt. You get the feeling very quickly, like. This is a relationship of convenience, mm-hmm. and that Alex is definitely taking advantage of Justin. Of, of Justin, yeah. He even says to Justin that Justin lets people walk all over him while he's eating a fry of his. And Justin says, it, and so, and "Why do you say that? Also, please <laughs> don't sleep with my girlfriend." Well, yeah, because when he uh, when he brings up Carla. Um, he says, so you okay with that? <laughs> and he's like, uh, and before he can answer, uh, Alex is like, no, you're not okay with that. And then I think he said something like, she's humping? I, I thought he just said something like, yeah, she's a real handful. Oh, I thought, I thought he literally cat. said, she's humping. <laughs> oh, she's humping. She's humping anything that moves. She's, you see her next to a couch? She ruined it. She's humping that couch. She creamed all night. (laughs) She put a gorilla to shame. (laughs) So they have a light lunch. Uh, We meet his roommate. He is a dick. They head back to their house. Uh, And as they are walking up to the house, Carla is walking out of the house. And she is all freaked out that Justin is a murderer. Yeah, I thought you were a lot of things, but I never thought one of them was a murderer. And so Alex and um, Justin, Justin, thank you. Uh, they uh, kind of like rush into the house. She follows him. They go into Justin's room, and they see uh, the guy in the suitcase's hand sticking out. Uh, they go and they open it, and I think it's the guy. Uh, yeah, I think the guy mumbles, and everybody freaks out. I don't know why Justin freaks out. He knew the guy was alive. He just likes to be part of the group. 
Uh, so Carlos starts to try to help him out of the suitcase, and uh, another piece of gold flies, flies out of, out his, out mouth. of his mouth. Another. Uh, the man is like, once again, no, can't do it. Gotta, I gotta take a break here. Gotta let me rest. Yeah. Which at this point, I'm like, why don't you just like cut him out of well, that yeah, suitcase? Yeah, I was, I was the, the whole thing. time. Yeah. I'm like, get a can opener. Yeah. I mean, you or turn it upside down and just let gravity do its oh, thing. Yeah. There are 50 ways to leave your suitcase. <laughs> There's a lot of ways. I mean, to everybody there. knows that luggage brand luggage is expensive. Yeah. But even. Even so, like, you just, it's his luggage. It's not your luggage, yeah. dude. You could cut this, him out of the luggage. Yeah. What if he was like, I'm just going to cut you out of this. Like, no. No. <laughs> An ape can't ruin. <laughs> I have a flight next week. <laughs> I need this bag. It's like, you can stub your toe and spit coins. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so... Now, Alex sees all this gold, and Alex turns into Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck, yeah. Yeah. For real. Oh, bad. He blinks and opens his eyes, and, and they are dollar, dollar signs. signs. I wrote that in my notes. Yeah, for real. He grabs a sack with the money sign on yep. it. He is socially secure. <laughs> He's like, um, how soon can I shoot a nail gun through this guy's <laughs> hand? Uh... He and Alex is like, yeah, we're going to be rich. This is awesome. We are going to destroy this guy. And Justin, you can tell, like, doesn't he's apprehensive about this. He just wanted to let the guy go. Yeah, Justin seems like left to his own volition, like left on his own. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have figured out what it took. his counterpart two seconds to figure out. Which but, was while they were talking to just calmly zip the suitcase and throw, and throw it, down it down the, the stairs. stairs. And uh, it is basically a Super Mario block. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> spitting coins out of it. Sonic hit a Sonic <laughs> hit a little thing. And now we've got gold rings gold everywhere. Rings everywhere. Yeah, Justin doesn't like it, but he's kind of like, all right. <laughs> Okay. 48 hours, and then we let them go. They shake on it. And that's an act break. That's an act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. The closer you get, the hotter it sounds. And you're right up front with solid gold in concert. So turn it up with Kenny Loggins. The sexy sound of Tiffany. A dance tribute drop hit from Denise Wilson. And dynamite R&B from Jonathan Butler. All live on stage. Plus more classic rock. Rib Jiggling Comedy and special guest host Alan Thick on Solid Gold in Concert, starring Marilyn McClue, Saturday at 5 on ITV. You know, five in the afternoon on a Saturday. Marilyn McCoo. When everybody's ready to dance. And we're back. Now we get um the reason why Big Boy was in the show. They wanted to use Shutterbug. Yes. Uh we get a pretty great um vignette of uh, montage. torture thank you uh we get, a, <laughs> we get a vignette of montage <laughs> oh we get a montage of them torturing and getting coins and buying stuff i love that carla's only contribution was lightly kicking the suitcase while wearing heels and one coin came out it was like, dominatrix was like, jr that yeah. was like a pity coin yeah and she was like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> I, I helped. I stepped on the suitcase. I'm naughty. 
Uh, Carla was weird. She was like, Carla was getting more and more into it. Yeah. Yeah. At, at first, she was the most horrified out mm-hmm. of all of them. And then soon she saw them gold coins and she got the dollar sign mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. She, and she, she started became... getting jewelry. Justin yeah. had decided um, that they're going to only do this for 48 hours. I think mm-hmm. he said that. Yeah. Um, so we've got this. Um, we've got all of these tortures. uh Mixed with them spending money buying leather jackets yeah. and jewelry. and <laughs> The first thing you buy. A leather a jacket. hot leather jacket. And I think at, at this time, I'm, I've been looking for the creep show ashtray all over. The, because this is such a bachelor pad. Mm-hmm. There's shit everywhere. So we're back in Justin's room. And I believe on the shelf... That has the boom box. There is a shelf above that that I believe has the ashtray. Okay. But I'll tell you what, like, I, it was not as obvious <laughs> in this episode yeah. as it has been in pretty much every other episode. It is, uh, it is a hard one to see. So if I am incorrect, uh, that's corrections at transmit. No. Uh, Write it on a postcard. Send it to yourself. Read it at your leisure. <laughs> <laughs> Whisper, I did it. Uh, <laughs> well, we get Carla on her back, and it is very obvious that somebody's going downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's putting coins like on on her chest, leading down. And Pac Man's coming to get her. Yum 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 yum. And oh shit! It's not Justin. It's Alex. And Alex hears somebody coming up the stairs and bust. bolts. And there, uh, there's the sad facts. Carlos well, and, so, and, and uh, Alex. I, I, sorry. Justin's coming up the stairs. Hears the door slam. Looks down. Thinks nothing of it. Goes into his room and there is his girlfriend with her shirt off. And he's just like... Oh, nothing suspicious here. Justin's a dope. Yeah, he is. He is such a dope. He really is. He's He's doing his best. This is just an aside. I was delighted to see an episode where the three of the main actors had curly hair. I don't know why, (laughs) but I was just like, Justin, uh, Alex, and uh, Carla Carla. all had had curly hair. And as a curly hair person, we're not represented enough in media. And uh, I like to see that we're getting more of our due. (laughs) Boop, boop. (laughs) Pop, 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 pop. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. All right. Well, he he does, Justin does go into the room with Carla. It's like, want to smoke a bowl? And she's like, sure. Yeah, I'm in. Yep. And then we go back to hot torture action. Hot torture. This is probably the most severe torture that we get to yeah, see. Yeah, they're they're electrocuting him. Um, they have him hooked up to a, a battery. Yeah, and coins are just. I mean, it looks like he's, he's vomiting, vomiting coins. coins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It very much is the. Uh, you put a ten dollar in. Yes. <laughs> and get your tokens. <laughs> This guy's spitting tokes. Oh, he's straight <laughs> spitting tokes, man. Yo, you ever see anybody spit tokes? Oh, you ever, you ever see somebody? Yeah. I saw a gorilla punch a man in the stomach. <laughs> so hard. Hey, so hard he's that he spit tokes. tokes. <laughs> now, 
they are shocking the man in the suitcase. And Justin thinks they should stop. We, it's and been the, 48 hours. Yeah, the guy in the suitcase is talking about how it's okay. I don't think my heart can take it anymore. I'm anyway, gonna die in a minute. Yeah. Just, just finish. And me Justin's off. like, we, we have to stop this. Uh, and I think this is when Alex stops him and he's like, dude, we're so close to boat money, yo. <laughs> we can buy the villa, the boat. We're socially secure. Yeah, you know yeah. that you know that cherry red Camaro or whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> Camry, I think. <laughs> Dodge Charger. Oh yeah, that was the Charger. Yeah, yeah. Dodge Certified uh, pre-owned, buddy. <laughs> Toyota Camry. That means king's crown in Japanese. <laughs> All weather floor mats. <laughs> I mean, it will be in your family for decades. Justin is like, no. We're calling the cops. Calling the cops. We're not going to be murderers. Yeah. Yeah. Alex goes, and Carla are like, oh, we disagree. We think we are going to be murderers. Well, they should have just gone, hey, man, if you call the cops, how are we going to explain the electrodes, the electrodes hooked up to this dude? Yeah. Or all the coins all over the place or the blood. Or, I mean, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot there's of flaws a lot of in this plan yeah. with, uh, with Justin. Then again, but, Justin's not the brightest bulb. No, he's not. I mean, granted, all they'd have to do is take him downstairs, but yeah. what I, that's neither here nor there. Um, so he gets out his phone, and he's going to call the police, and uh, Carla picks up a wrench and brains him. Yeah. Boom. Like, yeah. hard. Yeah, and so he, he, he looks more dazed than he normally does. Yeah, he lurches toward the stairs. Well, you see the blood starting yep. to run down his face, and then he... He turns around and kind of zombie walks, and you see Carla coming up behind him, uh, hand raised with the wrench, and she's about to to finish him off, and he just kind of finishes himself off and falls down the stairs. Um, Whoever the stunt guy was on this, yeah, yeah. did a good job. Whoa, that was an amazing fall. Yeah, yeah. that, looked, that really good. looked gnarly. Yeah. yeah. So he falls, and uh, you see blood starting to pool under him. See you later, Justin. This effect. I thought he made like a little sound or something. Yeah, so I think I think dead. just uh, yeah. definitely. But the pooling blood, I know that it's pooling blood, but it does look like just a dog peed. <laughs> <laughs> like, it did. It did. It, it didn't did. look like blood. It looked like pee. Yeah, it definitely looks like. And then he started drooling uncontrollably. <laughs> Uh, Carla's like, oh, what do we do now? Um, well, we're going to electrocute this motherfucker one, one more time. time. And then we're going one, to Rio. Yeah, one last jackpot, I think is what yeah. he called it. Uh, and then that's when the man in the suitcase starts to laugh. Yeah. Oh, that's because Alex makes a Rio or Constantinople. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Joke. And that's not a place. <laughs> there were a couple little little jokes. Little zingers. Yeah, I laughed there at that. Yeah, that's not that a place anymore. Yeah. Um but that's uh that's when he starts to laugh and he calls them naughty a couple times naughty. and I realized that that is exactly how I say it to my cats when they misbehave. <laughs> when your eyes turn red. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz his eyes do start to glow orange. Yeah. Yellow. Oh, well we've all said a different color. <laughs> What did you say? I said, what did I say? You yeah. said red. I said red. Yeah. I don't know. I'm tired. I, I, well, I, I think say. it's like 
starburst. Yeah, I go. think so. It's more yellow, I think, in the center and red on the outskirts. Well, his his face does start to turn purple. Yes, I agree. That yeah, is like purple. We, we start to see his face change while he's laughing. Sustained. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, so the man in the suitcase is saying, oh, you better not do it. You naughty children. You better not electrocute me one more time. Uh, they throw it, and he is laughing harder and harder. Uh, telling them that they're wicked. They. Uh, How is the world going to survive your wickedness? Yeah. I think is what he said. And um, then, and then he's like drawing power from the uh, <laughs> the electrocution, and a huge puff of purple smoke erupts. They get blown back, and then uh, we start to see something form behind the smoke, still coming out of the suitcase. And uh, it's Jim. It's big. It's big Jim. It's big Jim. Big Jim. Big Jim. Big Jim. Big Jim. The biggest Jim that once was a gin. <laughs> Cutest little gin. There's a ween song with Big Jim. Is there? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. So we see the giant gin up there. Uh, laughing at them. And he uh, throws and two, suitcase. two suitcases down. And they look at the suitcases, and then it cuts to outside, and we just see flashing lights, and them screaming no. Fades to black, and then opens on Justin in a hospital bed. He's got, he's a, got a neck brace. He's got bandages. Um, the The nurse leaves the room, and he looks to the side, and there is a very fancy floral arrangement with a card that says thank you for being a gin uh it <laughs> says get well soon you surprising boy and if you ever need anything just think of me and i'll be there okay okay i i did not approve of his signature it just it just looked like scribbles i think it's we didn't know his name yeah but he wanted to keep it that way i have a scribble signature i have a scribble oh, yeah, yeah. Scribbleture. Yeah, I, I sell. Well, it then goes to the airport again, and we see a line of suitcases. Cases. Easily 10, yeah, maybe more yeah. suitcases. And, and he's from walking. the luggage company. Yeah, from the luggage company. And he's he's walking, guys. He's got no problems. The man in the suitcase is not in the suitcase anymore. He looks yeah. great. Yeah. And he walks up to, <clears throat> uh, I think it was, what is it? Oh, Dunya, Dunya Air. Airlines, yes. Um, and they apparently know each other. How was your trip? My trip was great. Very productive. Um, and they have no problem. The nice lady at the desk has no problem checking all of his bags and accommodating we never do. him. Yeah. Never do because he is a frequent flyer and a VIP. And maybe this is what happens. I wouldn't know. I'm always in like group C. <laughs> but uh, they put two suitcases on the belt. To go get beat up by an, an angry gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> and we just hear, no, help us. And it's Alex and Carla. Off and to their gorilla fortune. That's it. That's the episode. I didn't like. I thought it was actually one of, as far as stories that would appear in an episode or in a an issue of Creepshow. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a weird, yeah, just such a, a weird, goofy story and had these like very stereotypical evil villains mm-hmm. in it. And it was, you know, somebody does something, they get punished for it. 
yeah, this... I was I was going to say that this episode really made me think of uh, a Tales from the Crypt story. Well, let's go to the writer's room and say what we would improve, if anything, and ask any questions that were unanswered by the episode. I mm. don't understand why... I mean, Justin barely tapped out at the end, and why was why was he okay and he not punished? He was going to call the cops. Yeah, and... but Justin had already been taking money and torturing this guy for two days. Yeah, yeah. So, but you felt bad about it. I guess. Well, the original agreement was get me out of the suitcase and you'll get to keep any money mm-hmm. that's left. And then it's his friends who kind of are like, oh, we can torture this guy and get, and get all the more money gold. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I can't do this anymore. This is ridiculous. This yeah. is he seemed to not have a problem participating in it and buying all those leather jackets. Well, I don't I, I don't remember seeing if he was the one that was actually doing the torturing so much as just there's the one. There's one point there's he was doing something. He was the one throwing the um the electrical thing. Oh. Because okay. uh, Yes, he yeah. was doing the electrical thing at the end. Because they were telling him to do more. He didn't pull the teeth. He didn't uh He didn't release the the rat trap bees. on the fingers. <laughs> The bees that bit his bottom. bottom. Now his bottom was big, big yeah. but coins fell from his mouth. Right. So I, I have a big problem with this episode called, where are you cashing in them coins? Yeah. 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 I mean, you take the leap, but it, and it's not really a big problem. I'm being hyperbolic, but I didn't like this episode much. Okay. I thought it was Okay. Yeah, I, I I felt like of all the vignettes that we've seen, to me this was the weakest. Okay, um, fair enough. I liked. I love a good revenge story. I love a good twist of fate. Genies aren't my favorite. We know how I felt about Jin No Chaser. Yeah, genies in general aren't my favorite myth. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I would have rather. At no point do I understand that he's entering a genie deal. Right. You know, and if there's other things that gins do besides the release me from the lamp and give me the three wishes, I'm too obtuse to know them. And right. that's and that's my fault. But I don't know exactly what they were going for with this I'm in the suitcase, get me out deal. I don't know what what got him to turn from the man in the suitcase to the the gin i don't know why it was that moment because why it was that the, last bit of torture the, and Aladdin, not the electrocution right like the, the aladdin story is aladdin releases the genie from the lamp mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if it's released this guy from the suitcase and you'll get your wishes none of it connects back to I think I the think origin myth that I'm familiar me, with. To me, I think that it was and this is this is light, but the rest of the time they were not intending on killing him mm-hmm. until oh, Justin okay. Justin says we've got to call the cops and Carla says, How did you think this was gonna end? Yeah. So they've now made the decision that they are going to kill him. Yeah. Justin is not on board with this. 
and then they try to kill him. And now it was as soon as Alex said, okay, one last payday, let's kill this guy, let's get the money and let's get out. Yep. That it was, okay, now they've made, now they've passed that point of no return. Now yeah. they have said, all right, and tried to take the action to kill him. That's yeah. what I, that's what I okay. think that's fair. caused it. That's fair. Whereas if they would have let him go, who knows what they would have gotten. Yeah. So I guess the, the larger, the larger gin is not just the story, right? It's more of a, I Wikipedia did, so don't act, I can't act like I actually know this. Um, it's more of a spirit or a demon. Yeah, it's a being of smokeless fire. Right. So it's, they're more supernatural. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Fucking my nose is blue. <laughs> the moment you said that, uh, I was like, oh! Like, like you were describing a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> the most natural thing in the world. It's just... Huh. An egg that's solidified after being placed in hot water. I have minutes. never felt dumber in a moment. Oh. How did you describe it again? A smokeless a being, being of smokeless fire. Jesus Christ. Oh, I love you, Matt. But they're neither good nor evil. Yeah, it depends on the gin, baby. They're malevolent. They're naughty. I'm naughty. But I guess it's... There is a lot more to jinns than just the Aladdin story. Well, I guess we've mm-hmm. all yeah. learned something. So we've all learned something. Except Matt, who already knew this. <laughs> Matt, no one asked me. Matt and, I, Matt and I learned something. And Matt Rose just tolerated us. <laughs> tolerated our stupidity. Dumb, but, dumb, stupid friends. But let me also ask this question. So what happens to the people in the suitcases? Are they now... Jin? That's what I was wondering. So then, yeah, I was wondering what happened. Jin, because he too. said he got in there by angering someone. Well, that so he maybe should... maybe being a Jin is like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, but then, so it's but a, they recognized it's a him real herbal life situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they recognized him at the airport, so he's done this before. Yeah. So that's it's not what like threw he me off. Just, yeah, it'd be if he was new because he was the next level. It, he just got out. But he's done this, so he's been out of the suitcase before. So it's yeah. not like it's not like all those new people are yeah, then going think, to get out I of the suitcase. I think that he's kind of like the lure on the anglerfish. Okay, yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of why I said, you know, who knows what they would have gotten if they would have let him go? Right. Is that maybe this is the this is the lure that. You can either make the good decision or the bad decision. If you make the bad decision, you go in the case next. Right. If you make a good decision, you know, you get you three get wishes. wishes or you three three wishes where it doesn't turn into a dried turkey sandwich, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, but I think this kind of takes me back to the point where if he if it's a genie in a suitcase and he gets to release the genie from the suitcase. I almost don't need Carla and Alex. I would be more interested to actually have people who knew that he had this be after him. Yeah. And he actually released. I would be more, I'm more interested uh, in that story. That is an interesting story, but, th- but having the, story. having the love triangle mm. does to me feel very much like a tales from the crypt story. Like I, I could swear that I read one that was, similar enough sure. i get it yeah 
I mean, this is pretty, I don't know if it's nitpicky, but it's just kind of where I wanted the story to go instead mm-hmm. of where the story yeah. went. Oh, I thought it was an interesting thing when I heard it that, like, no, they're after me. I was like, oh, shit, who are these guys? Yeah. Right. I was very intrigued by that, and it was a red herring. So I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. Matt, you've, <laughs> you've torn up a lot of paper. I'm, it's <laughs> November 14th. <laughs> It's all right. You're getting close, buddy. <laughs> For fire hose February. For fire hose. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? Any? No, not really. Yeah, it's. Well, Jen, give us a scale. Uh, how many scale of one to ten? How many uh, 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 luggage brand luggage suitcases would you give this episode? Six and a half. Okay. I'm seven and a half. I'm also seven and a half. Okay, so I just liked it a little less than yeah. you guys. I want to apologize everybody to everybody about last week. Squarespace decided to just screw up, and I have an open ticket with them. So um, you can only view the last 100 episodes right now until they fix our previous RSS feed. But thank you for going through those bumps and bruises with us. Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> Now it's time for a commercial from Squarespace. (laughs) If you like beautiful podcasts. Just templates that'll get your dick hard. (laughs) If you want a template, you can impregnate. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter. Um, if you're looking for a way to help the show, just tell somebody that you know about it. We'd appreciate that. Uh, hope you are doing well and hope you are still enjoying the creep show. Uh, we have a few more episodes to go and we'll take you into the new year. Uh, guys, am I forgetting anything? Uh, try, try to, to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the dark side and on Twitter at TFTBS pod. Email us at T from the dark side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.